Well, good morning and God bless you. Here we are, podcast day, Tuesday morning. Glory be to God. It is, where are we at? June 21st. Amen. Tonight begins the Holy Spirit Conference uh, with Dr. Mark Barclay. Don't forget that tonight, 7 o'clock. Holy Spirit Conference. I'm excited, ready. It's kind of like the calm before a good storm. Uh, there's a, there's no, not bad nerves, but exciting nerves and, you know, just an excitement and expectation. You know, we don't know how these meetings are going to go. We plan the best we can, but then we turn them over to the Holy Spirit and, and say, Holy Spirit, lead and guide us, have your way, uh, like he, he endeavors to do in every service. Uh, but anyhow, tonight, once again, we're going to start at 7 o'clock. Get here, be here. Amen, amen, amen. I, I, you know, I, I would love to do these podcasts daily, but I, I just can't commit to it yet because my schedule. But I hear that uh, Get Up With God with Dylan goes daily, and God bless him for that discipline uh, to do that. And I even hear some of his stuff's pretty good, so maybe I'll check him out uh, in the mornings. Amen. Well, once again, let's get into our Bible. It's our 20 minutes together. Uh, we can, I don't know, say 20 minutes of, of divine or spiritual insight. But I want to talk to you about a subject that may be a little different to you. And I don't want to deal with this subject in the area of sin, uh, but rather in the area of spiritual maturity. And the subject and or victory and how to overcome. And the subject I want to deal with is, is God's grace. Um, I've, I've heard it taught. I don't have the full revelation of grace, and I don't think anybody has the full revelation. And if we begin to teach on any biblical subject, I don't think we ever could exhaust it uh, because the, the, the things of God are so complex, they're simple, and they're given to us by the Spirit. Uh, however, they're, they're just so complex in a sense and so uh, multifaceted, and, and there's just levels and dynamics of the things of God. Uh, so, but let's start today. Let's get in um, uh, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, and let's kind of kick this off and see what we got here. Ephesians 2, starting in verse 8 and then in verse 9, it says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is a gift of God. So uh, grace has been given to us as a gift from God. Now, uh, we obtain this gift by faith. So uh, God's made available to, un, uh, to unto us this gift of grace. Uh, all right, just hold on, stop. Uh, right now, so many listening, so many people that you know are, are, are dealing with spiritual warfare. They're underneath uh, uh, the weight of thinking thoughts, uh, limited thinking, limited thoughts uh, uh, due to the spirit that is, is running freely in society today. Um, and, and the way the Spirit is manifesting is uh, this is a, a new world, new life, new America, uh, limited, uh, destruction, doom, uh, no peace, no joy, no happiness, fear, uh, you know, high level of concern. What am I going to do? Can I do anything? And those may be valid thoughts, without the mercy of God, without the ability of God. But we have to factor those things in as believers. You know, if they're truths in the world today, that's fine. Uh, but God's not limited or bound to the, the you know, world's figures or the facts in the world and on and on it goes. Uh, and, and we shouldn't be either because we're kingdom beings. We're, we've been born again out of a system, into a system, and sent back to this world to rule and to reign supreme or to bring a message 
that's beyond this world. So it, now we can get back into this with that mindset. Uh, so by grace are you saved through faith, not yourself as a gift of God. Now we'll learn here in the next few minutes that grace is a great power, uh, a great power of a, escape, a great power of protection. Uh, we can see, even if we study the Greek term concerning grace, uh, grace is a great favor. Uh, that's another word for grace. Or we can look at this, when someone's gracious to you. Now, I, I like that term. When, concerning grace, I like the term gracious. Because we would say this, if you come to my house, let's just say, because um, you know, God is great, greater than me. But let's just say I have a grand house, a beautiful house. And I have a, you know, a helpers at the house and I have a, a beautiful, I set out a beautiful meal and you come to the house and now this is just giving you an example of, of how, how someone can be gracious to you and you come to the house and you're less than in stature, meaning uh, financially in possessions, you may be less than me as the host, but when you come there, me as the host uh, I treat you the best that I can treat you. I treat you uh, like you deserve everything I have. So when you come in, I honor you. You know, I, I, I look at you and I say, oh, good, thank you for being here. You know, please come in. I've made a, a great meal for you and I put all these things, you know, for you. And I, I've got, uh, you know, and on and on it goes. And then we'd say that person was very gracious uh, concerning, you know, that, that time we spent. Well, that's how we need to look at God's grace. God is very gracious to us uh, concerning the things that he has promised unto us. Now, through the years, I believe that we've always looked at grace as a, the, a fixer of shortcomings or a fixer of sin, almost like uh, I can sin and then there's grace to pick me up. Yeah, kind of. But remember this, when, when you look at grace in, in that sense, uh, that's a grace for extreme, immature Christians. Now, I've said this through the years. The next time I teach on it uh, here at New Way Church, uh, I'll do a, a graph or an image. And the way I would do it is I would do it as a, a, a V shape, and I'd go down. And at the top, when you're a young believer, when you're, when this, this shape is up here at the top, uh, you need extreme grace. You know, there's times in your life in, in maturity, in spiritual maturity, that you need a greater level of grace. Or, or let's let's do it the other way. Let's say broad, because you're living broad, so you got broad grace. You're trying to figure things out, but there's great grace afforded to you in order to get you to a new level. But the higher you go in maturity, the tighter the element of grace becomes. Now, this is a good picture to get. Uh, when I was here in, in this broad lifestyle, I need a lot of grace. But as I mature and, and my life gets tighter in maturity, uh, so does the grace afforded me because God now is, is looking to me and expecting to me to be different than the day, you know, than 10 years ago, five years ago, and on and on it goes. So if we're looking to grace, uh, to, you know, to, to help us with sinful ways or, uh, you know, sinful nature, yeah, it's there, but be careful because Paul said, do we continue in sin that grace may abound? And the answer is no. Uh, you, you don't look at, you know, a lot of people uh, are teaching a perverted grace and they're teaching that God's already paid for all of our sin through Jesus, which is true. But then they're teaching if all of our sins paid for, 
Uh, we can live a sinful, evil life, and it's all paid for. It's all, you know, it, it was paid ahead or paid forward. So it doesn't matter what I do. If I sin today, it's paid for. I sin tomorrow, it's paid for. If I plot sin according to this perverted teaching, that's already been paid for. Well, that's not that's not true. That That's abusing something great that God's given us uh, to strengthen us. Come on now. I'm preaching pretty good. Say amen. And I want you to wrap your mind around this. I'm, I'm trying to help you walk in grace in order to walk in freedom, to walk in grace in order to walk in victory. I know Dylan uh, dealt with get up with God this morning, how to obtain or walk in victory. Well, uh, grace will lead you to victory because uh, within grace, God brings you uh, to levels, to places that you can't fathom and or understand you deserve them because it's by grace that you do deserve them. But you need grace to get there. Come on, are you, can someone say amen? Now let's go. I got a few scriptures here I want to take you to. Let's go to, to 2 Corinthians. I got some on my phone because I got a different uh, translation. 2 Corinthians. Oh, come on. Where'd you go? How's your day going, right? Maybe you ought to need to prof- make a profession of faith and just call yourself blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Let, let's just take a, 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 I don't know, five-second pause Come on, let's make a declaration. Let's say, I choose Jesus today. I choose life today. I choose blessing today. Uh, I choose peace today. I choose joy today. I choose victory today. Today, I choose grace. Amen. I hope you made that with me. There's power in it. Now, in 2 Corinthians uh, 12, 9, it says, and I'll read that out of the ESV. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, uh, this week, in the last few months, I uh, have had so many texts and calls of people going through some things. Hear this scripture loud and clear. Uh, But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness. Uh, I had a specific call of a dear friend woman of, a, of the ministry, and uh, she said to me, I'm going through some things. I need some prayer. There's some things taking place in my life that are, are reminding me uh, of an earlier time in my life, and just the pressures of life are, are you know closing in around me. And this scripture uh, is perfect for, for those kind of seasons or those kind of uh, what we'd say are attacks, but there really may not even be attacked. They're just the information of life sometimes. So uh, if, if we look at that in that position, when you're positioned like that, where the walls are closing in around you, if you can learn how to rely on grace, uh, grace becomes, or grace leads you uh, or becomes a great power that protects you. All right, come on. When you're weak, grace comes in and gives you the ability or the power of God uh, and, and makes a way out for you. Come on now, uh, say amen to this. Uh, we know in First John 5, 4, the Bible says that faith gives you the victory to overcome the world. Well, we've learned in the beginning, so uh, through faith, you've obtained grace. You've been saved by faith through grace. Come on, are you here? So if we go back to grace and faith working together, if we can get grace and faith to hook up concerning faith, it yields 
of victory unto you. You ought to say uh, amen right there. Now go into uh, Hebrews 4. This might be my my all-time favorite uh, scripture concerning uh, grace because it hooks up with mercy here. When grace and mercy hook up, uh, it it becomes an unstoppable force, I I believe, biblically. But let's look at Hebrews 4, and and let's look at uh, 16. It says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in, now it doesn't say this, but I'm going to amplify. It says in the time of need. But I'm going to say this, every time you get in a situation where things are overwhelming, every time you get in a situation where you need supernatural help from heaven, uh, you need grace and mercy uh, to hook up. And let's just look at the how this works. Now, in Luke the Bible tells us um, about some blind men in, in, in the Gospels, but in Luke, and I'll just make reference to it. Uh, let's look at blind Bartimaeus. Let me say blind Bartimaeus. Blind Bartimaeus heard that Jesus was walking by, passing by. And when blind Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus heard it was Jesus, he began to cry out. And his cry was, uh, Jesus, thou son of David. It's very important that we know that there was relation or there was knowledge when he referenced Jesus, thou son of David, that references the old covenant because the promise was there was going to be a Messiah come, son of David, so on and so forth, or the lineage. Uh, so when he cried out son of David, he he had a knowledge or an understanding that Jesus had something uh, to help his current situation. And he has something to help your current situation today too. So he said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now, let's look at this again. Uh, Come to the throne room of grace to obtain mercy. Jesus, uh, have mercy on me. Jesus, have mercy on me. And the Bible says he got louder and louder and louder. And the disciples and the helpers around Jesus uh, tried to quiet him. And they said, be quiet, you know, hush up. You're going to, you know, ruin everything and the meeting and on and on it goes like men always, you know, naturally try to do. But he cried louder and louder, and Jesus came to him, and he said, what do you want from me? And he said that I, I can receive my sight, and he did receive his sight that day. But the point I want to make is if you come to the throne room of grace, uh, that is coming to a place where God will afford to you beyond what you naturally uh, deserve. Uh, uh, grace enters you into a realm that's beyond what you naturally deserve. Uh, grace brings you behind the curtain, if you will, of the sacrifice that was made by God uh, through Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. And that sacrifice on the cross of Calvary wasn't made for Jesus. It wasn't made for God. It was made by God, but it was made to deal with our sinful nature. And when God uh, made that sacrifice, he said, I'm going to make it once. I don't have to make it like the old covenant with goats and bulls and rams and all that stuff, but I'm going to, I will allow the blood of the Messiah, Jesus in human form to be made one time and it'll be sufficient uh, for every sin. So when we come to that throne room of grace to obtain help or mercy, that throne, th- throne room of grace uh, affords us that sacrifice of Jesus once again. 
Come on now, I'm preaching pretty good. So let's say today uh, you're going through just mental anguish. You're going uh, through a, a circumstance, pressures, uh, uh, you know, attacks, worldly attacks, demonic attacks, uh, life issues, and on and on it goes. And you say, man, I just had enough. Well, now you need to rest in grace. Come on, you need to get to the place of grace and cry out to God for mercy. And that grace will come upon you. That grace will come upon that situation. Uh, that grace will begin to lift off, uh, remove all these bondages and aggravations. Of, come on, glory to God. I feel like if I could get this camera, I'd take a lap around here. Amen. Say amen. Uh, I don't know. Take a minute. Cry out to God. Let's go uh, boldly. Come on, let's do this in the spirit sense. Uh, yeah, you say, well, I don't deserve it. I've gotten a fight this week with my spouse. You know, maybe you said a cuss word or bad attitude or I don't know what it is. Well, forget all that. Now, get pick yourself up. Get to the throne room of grace. It's not a, a, a physical place, but it's a place in your heart. Get before the Lord. Say, Lord, I'm, I'm coming to you now. And don't come as a, a lowly servant. He said, come boldly. Uh, meaning you're coming to obtain something. So you say, but I can't do that. I, I just feel wrong. Well, you better understand the power of the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross of Calvary because his sacrifice was greater than all your sin. And when you say, hey, I, don't, I can't do it. I got to be meek and humble. You do. You're not making God do anything. You're just operating within the system that God's placed before you. Come boldly to the throne room of grace to obtain mercy concerning your family, your business, concerning health issues. Uh, cry out to God today, God, have mercy on me. Uh, have mercy. That's not saying have pity on me. That's not saying feel bad for me. That's just calling out to God uh, because you figured out biblically what's ri what rightly belongs to you. Healing belongs to me. Favor in business belongs to me. Peace in business belongs to me. A financial uh, increase belongs to me. If you want to work, there's other things attached to that, so on and so forth. But these things God has already made available unto you. Oh, come on now, say amen. His grace, say this with me, God's grace is sufficient for me. Uh, when I am weak, he is strong. When I am weak, his grace uh, begins to help me and lead me into victory. Well, I hope that helped you today. I love you. NewWayChurchFL.com, RichardSummerlin.com. And then don't forget, tonight we start the Holy Spirit Conference, 7 o'clock tonight here in Palm Coast, Florida, New Way Church with Dr. Mark Barclay. Be here. We go all week long tonight and then the mornings at 1030 and then once again uh, nights at 7 o'clock. God bless you. I love you. Share this and I'll talk to you soon.